Good evening, everyone. Good to see you with us. Why don't you take a wee seat just for a second? We're going to get into some worship again just in a little while. It's good getting to worship the God that saves, isn't it? Why don't you turn around and say hello to someone sitting around you? If there's anyone that you've never spoken to before, make them feel welcome.
Okay, so just before we get back into worship again, just a few announcements for this week. Could I just say one thing? We are really trying our best over the next while just to cut down on the announcements that we have. We just would love just to get into a flow of word and worship together as much as we can. So one of the things we introduced last week in church was Church Suite. Um, I think there's been, what, two, three hundred people Tasha has signed up for it already, but in a church of about six, seven hundred people, it means there's quite a few people that haven't yet. And uh, so if you haven't got the email, you should have received an email last week that you could have just confirmed your details. This is how we're going to be um, communicating as much as we can with church. A lot of our details, things that are going on, things that are happening will be sent through it. So please, if you could get that, it would be great. If you didn't get an email, it means we don't have your details. So if you didn't get it, please let us know about that, please be great. If you're new to church tonight, you're very welcome. Um, if you, this is your first time, thank you so much for coming to Emmanuel here with us. You're welcome to the family. If there's anything you'd like to know about who we are, we have a connections area down at the back, and some of the guys would love to get a chance to get speaking with you there at the end of the night. Just two things just to say. Firstly, that prayer is a big uh, part of who we are. The prayer room is open is still at the moment for you to, to be signing up for a slot, a weekly slot at the minute. So if you'd like to do that, you can get it off the window. But we love to gather as a whole family. And so this Wednesday, we're going to be meeting here in Lurgan for corporate prayer at 8 o'clock. We're going to be gathering as a whole family together just to pray and to seek the Lord. Our theme for this season is to contend, to really pray into those things and pray into the heart of God that just, we've been saying almost to grasp the lapels of heaven and pull it down to earth. We want to believe for it at our time. And so we would love to really encourage you to come and be part of that with us. And I think that is all of our announcements for this week. Um, Grow, I should have said, we're in our second night of Grow tomorrow night um, as our discipleship course here in church. So if you'd like to be part of it, it's still not too late, you can come along uh, and get uh, connected in with what's going on there. Let's jump straight into worship. Let's stand to your feet, can you? We're going to be focusing around the table a little later. Al's going to be lead us, leading us in that. You know that our themes here in the evening times on a Sunday night have been the practice. We're going to be looking at the practice of communion tonight and focusing around that. Later on in the service, we will be announcing and releasing healing rooms. If you're here tonight and you would love prayer for healing, physical healing, emotional healing, spiritual healing, we would love to get a chance to get praying with you. We will be announcing that later on. It's just an, an environment that we have set up in our foyer. It's open for anybody. So later on when we announce that healing rooms are open, if you would like prayer for anything, just make your way out to the foyer. And we would love to do that. Why don't we just still ourselves before the Holy Spirit tonight, can we? If you feel comfortable, why don't you just close your eyes and hold out your hands tonight. One of the rhythms, one of the practices we looked at last week was around centered prayer. Why don't we just at the outset of tonight just even do just two of the steps we talked about and why don't we just turn our palms downwards tonight? The outset of this, if there's something that you want to release, something that you just want to give over to the Lord, a burden that you've been carrying, something that's weighing you down, that's heavy in your mind tonight, something you've been struggling with. Why don't we at the outset of it tonight even internally name it? 
just pray a release of it. If there's something tonight you just want to even to give to him for the first time, why don't we just do that? Father, we give these things to you. Jesus, we cast our burdens, our worries, our concerns upon you because you care for us. Why don't we turn our palms upwards and let's just receive. Why don't we just pray one of the oldest prayers of church history. Let's just pray these words, come Holy Spirit. Let's invite the Holy Spirit afresh tonight. Holy Spirit, you're so welcome. And God, just as we've sung in words, we just pray it even in our souls. Would you arise tonight? Would you arise tonight? Holy Spirit, we welcome you afresh. We invite a fresh anointing and a fresh work of your ministry and your power and your grace in our lives afresh this night. And God, I pray, Lord, for everything that happens. God, we just pray for you to take the glory. God, as we worship you right now, God, may you just be glorified in our words, God, and with the posture, God, of our hearts towards you. We raise you high as king over all things, king over this place. And God, pray, we pray, it, God, as people will be, have prayer for healing tonight. God, we pray that there's healing in this place tonight. Holy Spirit, we pray that there's salvation in this place tonight. We don't do this for anything else other than the glory of your name, Jesus. Be glorified in this. Holy Spirit, come. Have your way with us, we pray. We invite you in your beauty, in your power, and in your mystery. Come. Let's worship him tonight. Let's give him all that he deserves.
the spoken word of Jesus, the spoken word of Jesus that calms the waves, that heals the blind, sees the dead raised to life, sees people step from darkness into life. And tonight we, we're believing it for healing. In a little while, Alan's going to come and lead us around the table, just the practice of this. Sarah's going to lead us just in this song again. Is that all right? Just in a wee second. Just before we go into it, just to say a couple of things. The spoken word of Jesus, we believe in the power of Jesus to heal. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's a few things that we just want to speak tonight into. Some people in some situations that when we open healing rooms, we would just love to just pray and stand in faith for them. We believe that there's some people here tonight who there are people that they would just love to stand for. We call that people that you're standing in proxy for someone, someone who's not physically in the room, but someone that you know just desperately needs a touch of the Holy Spirit tonight. There are many of you here. And we would love tonight that you could stand for someone tonight. We would love to pray in faith with you and believe in faith for healing. Something specifically, because we feel that there's something specific about calling out certain conditions, that there's a word of knowledge, a spoken word, as the Holy Spirit wants to release healing into certain areas. Some of the guys in our prayer ministry team have been seeking the Lord before at the start of the night. And some of the things they sensed was this. Broken people, people who need peace. This very song that we've been singing, people who just, maybe there's anxiety in your heart, there's an anxious thought, there's a brokenness, and you just need a release of peace in your life. We would love to pray for that tonight. People who are lonely, specifically for physical healing, for someone who has a long-term injury in their right foot, someone tonight who is suffering with headaches, someone tonight who is suffering with severe fatigue, and a frozen shoulder was another one of the things that was mentioned. Those and many more, if there's anything specifically tonight, we would love to pray for it for you when we open up the healing rooms. We believe there's going to be healing around the table tonight, so we're going to lead into that first. Sarah and the guys are going to sing this again for us. But as we do it, we're going to do a couple of things. So guys, just hold fire just until we go through this. We're going to receive our tithes and offerings. But as we do that, today is, is a big day for us as a church family. We've been calling this day our Big Church Give. If you're a visitor with us, we don't do this every single Sunday. This is something we have been gearing up for for quite a few weeks, that we have been intentionally just asking each other as a church family, could we get involved with some of the things that God's doing with us as a family here in Lurgan. We've been doing some building work and are pressing in to continue to finish some building work here in the church that has just has been caused by growth as the Holy Spirit has been doing new things with us, we're having to see things repositioned in the building. And so we've been asking just as a church family just to, to be involved in this. And tonight as the baskets go around, as you give in your normal tithes and offerings, this is over and above. If you have gifts that are specifically going towards the big church give, can you make sure that they're in these envelopes? That if you've got, if you've gifted, that you have your gifted number on it. And uh, if you need a gift aid number, you can get that at the back. If you need one of these envelopes, the sir and the guys are leading us in worship. Tash and Lenny have them down at the back. You can feel free to get that. Another couple of ways just to give into this tonight. We have uh, a card machine down at the back. It's the first day we've had it in the church. Um, we, so we have a card machine there. It sounds very sounds very entrepreneurial but it's there's a card machine down there anyway the guys are there if if you haven't come prepared to give and would like to give in that way and another wee thing we're doing today is that some people have said told us they would love to 
they would love to give in the next couple of weeks towards this but and once they get paid and so what we have are just some pledge sheets down at the back if tonight rather than physically giving money you would just love to pledge to be able to give something and within the next month towards this then you can get one of these as well put it into the the envelopes and as the guys go around with the baskets to receive our general ties and offerings we're just going to give on to the lord as we do this this is the reason in the heart that we do it we shared this here in our church last sunday morning all that we do the reason why we're here is simply because the vision is jesus it's him that we're remembering tonight as we come around this table and the thing that he's taught us is this freely you've received now freely give freely you've received now freely give and in this moment as we give on to the lord and our and our finances we can do that but as we continue and worship right now let's just freely give him all that he's worth let's lift his name high in this place and let's adore him tonight for all that he is let's do it sir
Jesus, we thank you, um, Lord, that we are able to give on to you, God. Lord, because you have given us, Lord, the breath in our bodies, the health in our bones, the ability to work and earn. And Lord, it all comes from you, God, and it's our joy, God. It is our joy to give to you. It is our joy to sow sacrificially into the kingdom of God. And God, as we give on to you tonight in our worship, in and of our monies, we honor you, God, as the scriptures say, we honor you with our wealth. God, we thank you that whatsoever man soweth, that will he also reap, oh God. And Lord, we we ask you to come close to us tonight as we worship you. Come and continue to inhabit the praises of your people. Come and meet with us tonight and to encounter your heart. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Take your seats for a moment. Great stuff. Um, tonight we're going to remember the Lord in, in communion. Um, we've been doing a theme on Sunday nights. The last couple of Sunday nights have been kicking off this theme that you guys are going to pick up more in the weeks ahead called The Practice. Um, but it's also the last Sunday night of the month. And every last Sunday night of the month here in Lurgan we have an encounter night, we, um, which is a night where the reality is we want to encounter the Lord every every time we come together. But we leave a little bit more space just for worship and um, for the, the, the freedom of the prophetic to flow and obviously the healing rooms and things happen as well as Dave mentioned and so we thought we'd kind of merge both of these things together the the encounter night merge with our practice theme and uh, on our uh, encounter nights which is the last Sunday nights of the month between now and December we would uh, share communion because we've been teaching about practices and, and this is a practice. Um, let me just remind you really quickly of the big picture theme. Basically, in Second Peter, we are being reminded. Let me just read this again. I know I've read it the last two weeks, but I just feel it's just brilliant to ground us in the Word of God. <clears throat> Peter says to the young church, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them, you may participate in the divine nature. You may participate in the divine nature. You may rediscover your original design to be like God. You might become actually like Jesus, having escaped the the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. And... um, we feel like the Lord is really exercising us at the moment about what it means to become like Jesus. Not to play a church, not to try and just be a good Christian, not to try and um, look impressive with Christian acts and Christian language for the sake of it, but to actually do the work that needs to be done in our hearts to consecrate them and set them apart for Jesus, that we have a passion for purity. And part of the reason why we're doing this is because we really believe that the Holy Spirit is moving in our midst in these days. Um, you know, there's, I don't know, over 300 people here tonight in a church 
together, worshiping Jesus, hungry to encounter the Lord, that doesn't happen everywhere. Sometimes it's good to remember what you're part of. It's not happening every, and it's not because we're, there's anything special about us, by the way. It's a, it's a moving of the Spirit of God, and so we hear the sound of rain, right? And, um, and I think what leaders have to do when they sense things like that is to lead the people to prepare their hearts for an outpouring of the Spirit. And so we feel that God is saying for us to get ready and to do some stuff that we need to do in our hearts to prepare us for what God wants to do, to participate in the divine nature. And what we've been saying is that even as I, I, as I say that to you now, I, I hope that many of you agree with me, um, not just that the Lord's moving, but even you know what I've just said, hopefully you agree with the Scriptures that we are to become like Jesus, that we are to participate in the divine nature, but often the problem is we're not quite sure how to do that. So we walk out tonight feeling often, that was good, that was right, that was hopefully a good word, but we're not really being changed. We're not really being transformed. We're not really actually being able to chart that last year to this year, I'm now more like Jesus. And so what we have felt the Lord challenge us is to share with you some practices that we feel really help us, very practical practices, hence the word, that really help us put ourselves in a place where we can receive the transforming presence of Jesus Christ, the resurrected power of Jesus, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, we can receive that into our lives and be changed and transformed. And so over the last two weeks, we've talked about centered prayer, and we've talked about a rule of life. And these are things that, we, you see, we're not just thinking things. Our minds are really important, but we're supposed to engage with God with our whole bodies. You can't read the Scriptures and come to any other conclusion. We're not just thinking things. We're not just brains on a stick. Right? We're body, soul, and spirit. And sometimes the way that we can receive the presence of God in our life is engaging all of who we are. And so with that in mind, we come to think about tonight. And the reality is Jesus gave us a very specific practice. And it was in something very simple like a piece of bread, the kind of thing that you eat every day, and in, in this juice. And every time that we would be together, centered around the Lordship of Jesus, Jesus is when you, when you take some bread and you break it, and when you drink some juice or wine, whatever it was in those days, because they're only symbols, of what I did for you. And it's a, it's a practice. And it's not just, and the reason that we want to, uh, over the last couple of years, elevate the role of the table is it's not something that we do for the sake of it. It's certainly not something we do irreverently. It's something that we believe that when we take this very, it's kind of almost paradoxical, it's so simple. It's a piece of bread and it's some juice. But Jesus said, when you do this, Jesus was very practical. It's much simpler than sometimes we make it. But when you do this, I'm going to come and meet with you. I'm going to come right into the center, my transforming presence. You're going to remember what I did, and it's an opportunity for you to receive again 
the transforming work of the cross of Jesus. And so what I want to say tonight as we come to communion is it's not something, well, Jesus said every time you take this bread you, you, and drink this cup, you remember me. It's not a remembering in some kind of sentimental over nostalgic way. It's remembering in a way that has got everything to do with the present. What's happening now? Because Jesus is timeless anyway. Right? Jesus is timeless anyway. He's beyond time. And, and so right now, as we get ready to take the bread and to drink the cup, as we, as we get ready to do this, Jesus comes and meets us right now. Just like he did with the disciples all those years ago in that upper room. I don't know if you believe that or not. Or whether or not you're just going to take the bread and take the cup another time because that's what you do when you come to church. Or I wonder, are you, are you really going to come into agreement with the truth that right now, as we eat this bread, if you know Jesus, and as you take this cup, in the same way that Jesus sat with his disciples and said, when you do this, you remember me, Jesus is going to come and he's going to be amongst us because he is making all things new. And so I want you to take of this tonight and as we do this beautiful practice, it's a means and the means to the end is that we're receiving Jesus again in our lives remembering what he's done. This is what it tells us in Colossians and then we're going to remember the Lord together. This is what it tells us about Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And listen to this. Please just try and Holy Spirit give us fresh eyes for this tonight. And he is before all things. And in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. That means first in everything. Now listen, for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile. What does that say? Let's say it together. Can we say all things together? One, two, three. All things. Reconcile to himself all things. Everything that got broken. Everything that's been broken by sin. Whether it's on earth or in heaven, high, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you who once were alienated and hostile in your mind, doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled. How? In his body. How has he reconciled you? Because you came to church? No, no. How did he reconcile you? How did he, how did he put you back together again? How did he take every broken, lonely, empty, fragmented, sinful, despicable part of me? How did he reconcile me? Through his body. Through, through his body and through his blood. That's how he reconciled me. And not just me. This is how Jesus is making all things new. And so when we enter in to the table this morning, we enter into what Jesus has done, but what Jesus is doing today, tonight, what God is putting, how God is putting the world to rights. 
in order that he would present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. Well, the Spirit of the Lord is here, and we get to remember Jesus. And as we fulfill this beautiful spiritual practice, He comes amongst us, and we receive the transforming presence of Jesus in our lives. And so while this is an invitation, it's also an examination. We're called to examine our hearts. So here's what I want to ask you as we come to the table. Where do you need the mercy of Jesus tonight? Where do you need to receive the mercy of God? What do you need to confess? I'm going to lead you through a prayer here. I want us to stand in a moment and say it corporately. We're going to borrow from some of the traditions of the church tonight as we come to the table, and then we're going to worship again. Just in these moments, would you close your eyes? Why don't you confess to Jesus? Confession doesn't mean you need a heap shame in yourself. That's not what Jesus is into. Just where do you need his mercy? And what do you want to give to him tonight? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let your mercy flow, Lord. We examine our hearts. Let's stand together for a moment quietly, could we? And as we stand, I want us to say these words. I want us to say these words on the screen, and then I'm going to read some words over us, and then I'm going to ask you to do something before we come to the table. Okay, this is a, a corporate prayer of confession that hundreds and thousands of Christians, millions, have said for centuries. Let's, let's confess corporately before the Lord after three. One two, three. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorrow, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. May the Father of all mercies cleanse you from your sins and restore you in his image to the praise and glory of his name through Jesus Christ our Lord. I want you to do something that is slightly 
different for us. I want you to turn around two or three people and I want you to say this, the peace of the Lord be with you. Just honor one another with the peace of God. If you want to shake their hand or hug them, if that's appropriate, you can do that. Or if you just want to put your hand on your shoulder, just administer the peace of God to one another. going to get them to do something to say something with me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to ask people to call me, okay? Great. The peace of God is in this place. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to, we're going to say this together. The entire is going to read a verse, and then we're going to come. Okay, so the bits in bold, I want you to say all together with me, okay? The Lord is here. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Just as the band play now. Let's come to the table. If you know Jesus, you're more than welcome to partake with us in this meal. If you don't, you can. In these moments, we'd love to talk to you about that. All you have to do is ask Jesus to forgive your sins, to come in and make his home in your heart. You can partake of this for the first time. If there's kids here tonight, if you as parents have explained that to your children and would like them to partake with you, then that's totally fine as well. Just when you're ready, let's start to come. If you want to take it back to your seats so we're not kind of clogged up here, that's probably the best way to do it. Come and take of the bread and of the cup, and let's encounter the Lord together. Bless you. Just start to come. Speed. 
We're going to continue to sing this song and build up into it. If you are here tonight and some of the words that you have shared earlier that you just would love to receive healing and more specific prayer ministry, you may well feel that just being around here tonight and being uh, in, in this sort of worship space is healing for your soul, that's a good thing. But if you feel like you need more specific, deeper prayer, there's people that would love to serve you in that way and they're skilled and confidential and all of those things and they'd love to pray for you. So if you want to slip out during this next session of worship, we've got some time now, just space to worship Jesus. And um, I just want to leave you with this verse as the band take us in. It's on the screens, Luke chapter 24. After Jesus rose from the dead, there was two walking on the road to Emmaus. And this is what happened after Jesus had explained to them. They didn't know who he was. And it says they drew near to a village to which they were going, and he acted as if he were going to go further but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. And so he went to stay with them, and he was at the table. What did he do? He took some bread, and he broke it, and he blessed it, and he gave it to them. And then he did that. It says their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. And I just want to pray now that we would recognize Jesus all over again, even as we've remembered him in the bread and in the cup, that we'd recognize Jesus. Something about this practice would bring him afresh into our hearts and our minds. And so, Jesus, I ask in these moments that by your Spirit, we'd start to have the eyes of our hearts enlightened, God. The eyes, our spiritual eyes, opened up to you, Jesus. We'd start to recognize you again, God, the beauty of your face, oh God. And Lord, as we see you, we'd be healed, oh God. We'd be healed in our hearts, oh God. We'd be healed in our spirits. We'd be healed in our bodies, God. We'd be touched by the presence of the resurrected King, oh God. So come and show us more of your glory tonight, more of your face as we worship you tonight. We love you, Lord, and we worship you in Jesus' name. Let's worship the Lord. If you want to come into this space, too, you're more than welcome as we worship the Lord together.
So 
Great the chasm that lay between us, how high the mountain I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your
You enjoy that? Enjoy that? I'm holding on to an empty cup. I'll say that um, whether juice or wine they used back then, it matters not actually, you know, what's in the cup. It doesn't really matter. Um, they used wine or grape juice, which was significant of the crushing of the vine. But it was really the cup that, that matters. <laughs> because you see, Christ emptied the cup. When he cried, it is finished, he had drained the cup to its utter last. That soldier, when he came and realized that Jesus was dead and didn't break his legs, which was keeping with the, the prophecy that said not a bone in his body would be broken, every single one out of joint, but not one would be broken. And when they came to break his legs, to hasten the death, which would hasten the death via suffocation, they realized that Jesus was dead already, and he took his spear, and he, and, he, and he pointed it towards his side here, and he thrust upwards with the spear, and the spear went right up in and ruptured his heart. The Bible says that there poured out blood and water, the sign of a, a ruptured heart. And Jesus bore it all. He emptied the cup that our cup might be full. <laughs> he emptied the cup of our suffering, of our death, of our sin, of our shame, of our sickness, that ours might be full and running over. What an amazing God. And so what I'd love us to do, um, I, I'd love us to do a song of celebration all right? Sorry to put you on the spot, but um, I, I just think there's so much to celebrate tonight. We've been talking about practices over the last couple of Sunday nights, and, and let, let, me, let me talk to you through this morning. We met here this morning. We met in Portadown this morning. We met in Cara this afternoon. We met in Shalom this afternoon. People give. What a practice. We watched today as people give sacrificially. I'm not dead sure the amount, but we, we had a bit of a rough count in the afternoon, and, and it's colossal. It's beyond all our expectations, really. Um, and, and I'm blown away by it. I'm emotional at the thought that so many in this room are prepared to give sacrificially to a vision and to what God wants to do in this nation and in this so that, that was a great practice today. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Give yourselves a wee round of applause. We communed this morning. We got around the table. We remembered the Lord this morning. We worshiped this morning. We came together this evening. We baptized nine people. What a, what a beautiful practice. What a beautiful practice. We watched nine people go through the waters of baptism, young and old, this afternoon. Just beautiful, just so beautiful. We came together tonight and we practiced again in our tithes and our offerings and our, our giving sacrificially and in our worship and, and around the table as we got together and we, we remembered the Lord. <laughs> He's worthy of our remembrance, isn't he? He's worthy of our remembrance. Is it any wonder Paul takes his pen in Romans 12 and he, and he talks... And he tells us to, 
to give our bodies as a living sacrifice unto him. He said, don't, 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 don't let it be a dead sacrifice. Don't let it be, don't, don't let it just be a legendary thing. Don't let it just be something that people talk about when you're dead. He said, make it a living sacrifice. Make it something that people will talk about when you're alive. He said, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice because he says, this is your reasonable service. So I, I just think it's, it's near finishing time, and I think it'd be lovely to celebrate. It's been beautiful just to worship tonight. It's been beautiful just to sense and, and, and worship you guys all day. I, I, I have to say this to you. My imagination, as I talked about this morning, runs wild when I think about nights like this, and I think about encounter nights, and I think, wow, what a beautiful experience it is to get together with my brothers and sisters in the Lord and, and worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. How, how, how can you not be delighted with that? And if you're in this room tonight and, and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, can I say to you, and you've just come tonight out of maybe wondering who these people are or what it is they do, can I challenge you tonight not to leave this, not, not, not to walk away carrying your sin because Jesus emptied the cup. <laughs> he cried, it is finished. The cup's empty. There's nothing more in it. And our cups tonight overflow with his blessing. He takes our sin and our shame, gives us his righteousness. Some long before me call it the divine exchange, and it's beautiful. So um, I'm going to pray. We're going to celebrate. Is that all right? Yeah? Good. Good. They don't need any encouraging at all. I know that. Um, and, and let's lift our voices. Let's celebrate like we've never celebrated before. Let's do this as a practice tonight. Lift our hands. Maybe, maybe, you've, maybe you're at that point where you, you know, you, the talk about the Pentecostals that you know the sort of are, but they don't want anybody to know it. Let's go beyond that tonight. Let's break the bonds of that. And if you've never raised your hands before, do it tonight. Break that fear of intimidation. Nobody's looking at you. You're not that important. And, um, and, and, and let's lift our hands and worship tonight and just, and just worship him and celebrate him. Celebrate him because it's all about Jesus. Dave has been saying this for the last two weeks. The vision is Jesus. The vision is Jesus. The vision is Jesus. The vision is Jesus. It's all about him. So can we do that tonight? Okay, let's get a space. Let's get into the space here. Just watch your head with those flags. But um, let's, uh, let's worship him tonight. Let's give him the glory and the honor and the praise. And then maybe Dave will, will round us up at the end. Let's, let's worship. Thanks, guys. Phil, we're going to do that God Arise again just so we've got words. All right, let's go for this one. Done for us, 
tell the world of His great love. Our God is the God who saves. Oh, our God is the God who saves. Let God arise. Let God Some, some great stories tonight, even filtering in from the healing rooms. Apparently some woman with a lifelong ankle injury completely healed tonight. Come on. So much to be celebrating. I want to I wanna bring Tiffany. We, each, each time we gather for encounters, just keep standing. We're still worshiping here at the moment, all right? Um, each time we do an encounter night, um, we always have prophetic painting, prophetic art. So there's some words that are spoken here. This could be for you as well. So, Tiffany, do you want to share these? We need someone else with a steady hand. Phil, do you want to? Do you want to come up? We'll hold hold one of these each. We'll hold one here. T Tiffany needs a microphone. 
Okay, um, so they're very abstract tonight because fire is actually really hard to paint. I tried earlier and it did not go well. So they are abstract fires. Um, basically on Thursday, um, I was at a thing called Worship 101 up in Belfast and I had got this like picture of a fire and I was like, what is going on? Why is this for now? Is this for later? So I just put it away and kind of didn't think much of it. And then um, this morning in church, just when um, Phil was talking, it came back again and I was like, right, okay, this might be, oh, sorry. Um, this could actually be for tonight. So basically, they're both kind of similar. Okay, we'll start with this one. So this one um, is a fire with a heart in the middle of it. And basically what I'd been thinking about was um, the fact that people always have wants and needs, things that they want to happen in life or things that you desire to happen in life. Um, and sometimes you feel like they're not actually going to happen. Um, whenever I was growing up, I had um, always wanted to have like one best friend. Like I thought it was so cool that everyone had one best friend. Not, I'm not sad where I did have friends, but um, I didn't have like one best friend that I could be like completely silly with and like have all those serious conversations as well. And that is something that I had always, always wanted. And um, like last year, I was really confused on what to do and um, ended up actually going to uni. And now I have like 20 best friends that I have made from uni, people who I would say like are my family. And so, Basically, what I'm trying to say through that is the fact that God wants to fulfill the desires and the wants and the needs of your heart, but he doesn't want to do it just on the bottom level. He wants to go over and above what you want. So it can be from um, the smallest things to like wanting, um, I don't know, I can't think of anything, wanting um, like a nice house or a nice kit, um, like place for your family to live, or it could be actually like wanting um, your friends or your family to become Christians or um, even just the need to actually have kids. These things are not impossible to God. Um, there was a Bible verse, oh, it's went off, sorry. Um, it says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 4. So this one, if that relates to you in any shape or form, if you have something that you've been praying for, longing for, and you feel like it's actually not going to happen, it is. It is all just in God's timing. Just wait, and he will fill it up more than you ever think that it would ever happen. Then we have the second fire, which was a bit of a flip on the fact that um, God actually wants to set your heart on fire. So there's a Bible verse that says, um, Romans 12, 11 to, 13, um, 11 to 12, never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive, serve the Lord. When you hope, be joyful. When you suffer, be patient. When you pray, be faithful. Um, this morning in church, um, I couldn't stop scratching myself. And I was thinking like, um, when you have an itch, it is really, really annoying. Like you just want it to go away. It's just all you think about, you're like, do not scratch it, do not scratch it. It will go away by itself. Never does. Um, but basically what this was, um, was me thinking along the same lines that when you have first encountered God, you almost get that sort of itch. You're like, okay, what is that? Like, what is that that I just experienced? And it kind of replays over and over in your mind and you're like, hmm, what is this? Well, to get rid of that itch, just keep coming back to God. He will come and he will just completely soothe it, that he will get rid of it in the same way that God wants to take you and use that itch to just light it, make it go completely on fire for him. So if it is something that you've been thinking about um, or even that you feel like your faith is just kind of flatlined, you're just kind of going along, just take a minute and just pray. God just wants to completely ignite your heart, set it on fire and just do amazing things through you. So, yeah.
Brilliant. Thank you, Tiffany. Well, if, if either of these paintings, here's William coming to hug me tonight. If, if either of these paintings are spoken to you, you're very welcome to, to come and take them if, if, it's, if it resonates with you and you, you would love to, to have it with you. One other thing just to say, just as we close off tonight, then I'm going to pray for everyone. Again, we thank you so much for the generosity of your hearts today and everything that you've given. Tash uh, was saying it's a very good point for all the young adults. You can be generous with this as well. We now have contactless payment. So do you know that Apple Pay on your phone? You know, one that comes real and really, really handy. If you walk past Tash and Lenny, they will take a contactless payment on the way out of church, okay? So don't ignore them. Don't be trying to avoid eye contact, but just when you're going past, it's very easy for you. Let, let me pray tonight and just seal everything. Father, thank you for everything today. We glorify you in your holy name. And God, we just pray your blessing upon every person, upon every life. Thank you for your presence here tonight. Thank you for your healing here tonight. And thank you for all that you're doing. And God, we just say, God, for all that you're leading us into this week, may your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth and our lives as it is in heaven. Now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' name. Amen.